0: Hey, y'all, what's up? Happy Friday. I got like a burst of energy. So happy Friday. Um, Happy pre-Bound for Glory Day. Uh, Happy pre uh, Mickey James and Trinity Day. I don't know, we're just making up these days. All the things. WWT Live, the Friday edition, is coming to you right now. 10, 9, 8, 7,
1: 6,
0: 5, 4,
1: 3, Two, one,
0: zero. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Dylan, like you, you's ready ready today. What up Dylan? Uh, My name is TK Trinidad. Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad and we're going to get into it because also low key, um, shout out to my homie who, uh, if you notice the the lights are like, like he, he set up the lights and everything, but it's mad hot. So I really want to get the show over with because I'm not the to lead to just put the AC on. Anyways, welcome to MMT Live, the Friday edition. The professor, you know what? I'm going to make a note because professor, you deserve a drop and I have been slipping. So I'm going to make a note this weekend that we need to get a professor drop because I already know what it sounds like in my head. So I just oh. need to get, get the people going and we're gonna make this happen. So on Monday, you can expect a professor because it's going in the note. I have like literally three notebooks of lists to do. Plus I just put up a whiteboard. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a professor drop is happening. Um, anywho. What up, Professor?
2: Happy Friday. Wow. Well, greetings and salutations. We said happy Bound for Glory weekend. Happy Trinity Appreciation Day. Happy uh, Mickey Appreciation Day. And shout out to Swerve Strickland, whose uh, video for Big Pressure, the remix, has officially dropped today so uh yeah it's all kinds of things and he's actually doing the na na dance in there as well so nice there cool. it is
0: I, yeah i think i saw a pre-drop so um yeah, yeah. kudos to, or shout to them for that um oh, yeah. the man the myth the legend <sighs> <What's this? sighs> said he said in the building what's good
1: what's happening everybody it's ever. T, T-, T-, T- gonna had that clone working this weekend.
2: Oh yeah.
1: And oh, that yeah. clone will be sweating. Oh yeah. We Literally got, we got a, so. a glimpse of the clone uh Wednesday afternoon, but not mm-hmm. secrets out. Mm-hmm. Secrets out.
0: Yo, if I had a clone, you don't even know you do not even know. Like <laughs> man, I don't even know if there's like a podcast to even like put this in a box, but it's like crazy how you can like do so many suit so-, so many things and um and you you work these so many skills, and then people are starting to note these skills, and then you want to like yeah yeah no 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 this and you can reference it. At, I don't know if any of this makes sense, but yo, today I had some conversations, and I'm just like things things are things are happening. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk about man ruthless lala, man, that that interview. We'll talk about that, but we're not alone. Another man myth the legends. He likes uh titty milk, and cookies. Booty Mayfield. field. What's good?
3: what's going on how you doing <laughs> <laughs> happy, friday. happy um,
0: friday
3: it's been it's been uh, quite a week a lot of a lot of filming a lot of editing so i'm exhausted and excited at the same time so i guess you could say i'm mm. exhausted that, that there it I is know.
0: Yeah. Oh well, low key. So Dylan, <laughs> FYI, I don't know if you guys, you guys even know this. Like D- Dylan is our unofficial official um, uh, producer, so uh. he is uh, he is going to be helping us. So you know, Dylan, if you think of some drops, then like please, like let's 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 get them out. So he's our unofficial sure. official producer. Uh, so it. shout to Dylan in the chat. Um, but yeah, we got a lot of things going uh, going on this 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 weekend. Uh, who wants to lead it off?
2: Well, you said it's Bound for Glory weekend, and indeed it is Bound for Glory. Uh, The biggest card on the Impact calendar hits tomorrow night from, of all places, Chicago. Can we just stop and say Chicago, for whatever reason, this year has been like the wrestling city? Obviously, AEW and Punk, you know, and then... This is not the first time that Impact has been in Chicago this year. Uh, in fact, if my memory serves me correctly, ooh, I don't want to get that wrong, but I feel like Trinity made her debut in Chicago uh, for Impact.
0: I think so. No, yeah, you you are right because uh, mm-hmm. shout out to I believe uh, Ring the Bell DS. He did the he did the intro, he did the interview, and he's out in Chicago. So yeah, you are yeah. Right.
2: So Chicago's been doing quite a bit. Of course, next month, Chicago will host the Survivor Series. But tonight is all about the biggest card for impacts here. Bound for glory. A lot of things are planned for this, including, of course, a world title match with Alex Shelley against Josh Alexander. But on the women's side, which is what we tend to focus on, you've got the Knockouts Women's Tag Team Championship, which I think is going to be an amazing match. MK Ultra. Just Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich against mm-hmm. Diana parazzo and Tasha Steals, and then the Knockouts Championship match Trinity versus Mickey James. It should be an absolutely fantastic weekend for Bound for Glory.
0: What is that knocking noise? Is that little professor? professor? Oh, it's
2: it's my son, and I'm okay. Just cool. excuse me.
0: No, you good? You good? Go forward. Oh, no, by the way, no,
2: I'm um, going we have to, to help to him go forward. Excuse
0: me. <laughs> Booty, I forgot to mention that we have to work on that shirt. Sure. Uh, I meant to send you a text, but then I got distracted. Oh um,
3: yeah, yeah, most definitely.
0: <laughs> oh he oh he the professor muted and oh wow. That con that go forward conversation must be must be something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, well, let me say- to, to be a fly
1: and- on the wall in the professor household
0: <laughs> i know right um bobby's saying i was thinking maybe diana fraza and tasha Steeles wins impact i mean so what do you got what do you guys is we can do like a little little prediction thing so what do you what are your feelings who do you think uh, has this
1: which match are we talking about uh
0: the tag team match for impact <sighs>
1: I, I think the champions retained. Honestly,
0: I don't. I, I mean, I think so too. But uh, with, the, uh, I think so too. No, no, actually, I don't. I'm hoping Tasha Steels and Diana Praza do because Donna Prazo do, does because um, I think it'll bring. There's just and it's and it's unfortunate. I think this is just life, um, but I think they'd bring more um, eyes to the title. I kind of put it like this, like when you think of, and I know you have people who watch UFC and MMA, right? But when you think of women's MMA, like you typically think of Ronda Rousey and Ronda hasn't been in in, in MMA for years. Like, you know, can the average person name who the champion is? And I feel like it's the same thing with MK. It's like, I think that like they're, they're amazing, not taking anything away from them, but there's just certain people that just have that, thing about them that more eyeballs are on them. So I think name wise, it might be better to go with Tasha and Deanna cause Deanna, like they both are champions in, in separately and, you know, so. <laughs> Hi,
2: this is, it's going to be yeah, a fun yeah. one.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I'm invited.
2: No, but, but you know what to, to this end, I, I actually think when I saw this team, uh, I immediately was like, oh, they're a dream team. Like, this is Tasha and Deanna, you know, two women who were easily top 10, if not top 20 over the last couple of years on the PWI Mm -hmm. 250. You know, these two women, both former world champions, uh, they have really been the flagship for this company. So, this is as close to a mega team. Um, as you can have in the women's division for impact. And so I think this is, and and I almost made an analogy to Cody and Jay. The difference, of course, is Cody and Jay each have different story arcs. So we knew that their tag title really wouldn't last a long time in terms right. of being a team. But this team right here, which uh, commentary was very clear in pointing out, that while they haven't been together on screen, they are very good friends off screen. They have great chemistry. So I think things are being built for us to see them as a regular tag team. And we'll be obviously talking about the Knockouts World Champion in a little bit. Impact is very clear right now on who is bringing them attention. And I think mm-hmm. this team, Tasha and Deanna, uh definitely fall into that category. And there are some great stories that they can tell as well. I want there to play double
0: draft here, okay?
1: Because we like, talked about bringing eyes to the brand and them being great singles champions and all the all the whatnots. Wouldn't it bring more eyes to the taxing division if the current champions, who are actual team, defeat these top tier
2: singles wrestlers? Wouldn't that be a bigger talking point? Well, hmm. to that point about them actually being a team, they are were initially rivals. And they had a pretty significant rivalry that ended mm-hmm. in a very violent match that after that they became a team, kind of like Sheamus and Cesaro, you know, became the bar, but they were rivals. And that's that's not even been a, a calendar year since that's happened. So they're still very much finding their role as a team. So I don't know that they're like the established team. They won the titles quickly, but they're not like, super established. They are, they're far more rivals that have just become a team. So I don't know if that particular narrative in terms of a story arc would fit here. And then again, let's also consider for all the great things that Impact is doing, there's still a larger audience for Impact to reach. And mm-hmm. uh, I think these women as tag champions, given all they've done, it makes sense.
0: I am for it. Uh, What else are you looking forward to uh, for Bound Glory? Well,
2: there's a a lot. Um, I don't know if you guys have talked about this yet, but uh, Will Ospreay is going to be on this card, and he's taking on speedball Mike Bailey. And let me tell you, you know, the year that Will Ospreay has had, you know, when people start talking about wrestler of the year and things like this, You have to put him in the category and in the conversation because what he has accomplished in terms of who he has defeated, the places he has appeared. I mean, here's a guy who's been on Wrestle Kingdom, All In, and now Bound for Glory, uh, as well as Forbidden Door. And he's got wins this year alone over Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. uh, And he did it in less than 60 days. How many people on Earth can actually say that? You know, so he's had quite the year and I don't want to get it wrong. I I don't remember if he beat Okada this year or not, but uh, he's had a massive year, a massive year. And so now to take what he's doing into impact is a major win for impact, I think. So Will Ospreay Mm -hmm. anywhere is amazing. Speedball Mike Bailey is incredible. These two are going to make magic. They were originally supposed to have this match back in March uh, at the... Oh, uh, the Multiverse United event, but uh, Will Osprey was unable to to be a part of that. So I think this is going to be again wall to wall an amazing card. That match is going to be really, really special.
0: Yeah, I agree with both of that. I almost forget Diana has had such an amazing career impact that you almost forget that she was at um, WWE NXT. She was, um, she was. I, I it it speaks. to, I mean, yes. I think she would be do amazing at, I mean, you see somebody like Chelsea Green, who's doing amazing. So yeah, any, anything is possible, but um, I don't know. I always kind of don't want to get too much into the weeds and say, oh, well, you know, I want to see them here and all this other stuff when they're doing so well at the place that they're at. Um, obviously there's always things that, you know, are happening behind the scene that's behind the scenes that we don't know, but you know, I guess we can have imagination. So I don't want to kill the imagination, <laughs> Bosa. But I also don't want to put it, you know, all the way out there because Impact is an amazing place for women's wrestling as well.
2: and, And to that particular point, I want to say that I think and we'll obviously once we get into the Trinity conversation, this I think will will really become great. I am so grateful that there are so many places that are thriving in pro wrestling right now that it's actually a good thing for varying people to actually be where they are. You know, um, in the landscape that is WWE right now, you know there is the possibility that a Diana, that a Tasha Steals, you know, that a Masha Slamovich could actually get lost in the sauce. I mean, mm-hmm. think about how many incredible athletes on the women's side are currently lost. Zia Lee is a great example. Tegan Knox, who's kind of just getting a little bit of shine, but she's struggling. Indy Hartwell, who was the NXT Women's Champion earlier this year, hasn't had a chance to really do a whole lot. And so NXT right now is the wing of WWE that's really allowing their women to shine. Um, But even there, four or five matches on NXT, which is what we're going to see this coming Tuesday, is great. But Mm -hmm. you still have so many more female wrestlers that are in WWE alone. So I think having other places for these women to be able to shine and then they can be you know, featured in such a major way like they are in Impact and like they are in other spaces I think is a good thing. So I think there was a time where we could kind of say, hey, let's see what they would do in an NXT space or whatever. Now I'm like, hmm, let's enjoy them where they are because where they are they're clearly making an impact pun intended
0: <laughs> um I mean both saying or actually Dylan saying a, a thing Mickey isn't being trained I think I I think we can all agree that right like I I don't yeah. see um, uh, trend dropping but I think what yeah. makes this great just jumping and in, jumping into the Trinity conversation Trinity and Mickey conversation is that they're both amazing wrestlers and this is yeah. gonna be great wrestling this is gonna be yeah. an amazing match on on so many levels and while you guys talk about it it's hot as af out here so i'm gonna turn on my ac so keep, keep, <laughs> my, and excuse the pajamas so yeah
2: <laughs> pajamas awesome so here exactly. it is teleportation <laughs> there it is she's gonna come back a new woman uh trinity of course in one of the major bouts uh at bound for glory against Mickey James um there's some commentary out there right now about Trinity from uh, a couple of folks Mickey James recently had an interview uh on a podcast called Under the Ring and she said she is so glad that Trinity uh has joined the Impact roster and then on Busted Open recently Tommy Dreamer went so far as to say that Trinity is the biggest signing in the history of Impact Wrestling. So my question, firstly, is your thoughts on those two comments from uh, Mickey and Tommy. And then secondly, what do you think of the run so far of Trinity and Impact?
1: I feel like those comments are kind of spot on because the timing was just so perfect with everything that was going on. Uh, Trent's life and her taking a step back from wrestling, they, they capitalized on somebody who still had a lot to offer the industry. Somebody that really um, that fans were really behind, really rally behind, really wanting to see in the square circle. and they wouldn't took her and like like we're seeing with Jade, they treated her like a star. They gave her the star treatment. And we now are bought in and we believe. And I think with this match against Mickey James, this is kind of just, this will be like her stamp. Like getting a win over a legend in Mickey James would be a stamp. And on a side note, I feel like this can also be like a quote-unquote swan song for Mickey and Impact. So we already know where her husband is, and we know the Rumble is right around the corner. If we talk about it at some point, maybe I'll write an article about it. I think we see a moment with Trish and Mickey in, in the Rumble. Um, and then possibly leading to like one more time in Philly. I I can see that. So
0: before I I feel like this win
1: will will just elevate trend to the heights of being a impact uh, legend. So
0: I I I just want to go back to you writing an article. So you're writing an article this week? Or is that for next week?
1: So this will be like way down the road. (laughs) (laughs) We're not even in (laughs) in (laughs) in (laughs) January yet. So we (laughs) talked about we got to let tomorrow happen. We got to let Mickey lose and then go into the darkness. So I can be like, all right, let's speculate where she's going to be. And then bam. And
0: gotcha, then, of
1: course, gotcha. Trish Stratis will be back by right then, and bam. And I'm like, then, then I'm just fairy tale booking. And then when it comes to fruition, WWE, grab me my check. That's all <laughs> it has. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> Boom. There it is. Uh, we really don't know how long Trini's contract is. Remember when Miam had a six month. Uh, I mean, that's true. I mean, I haven't seen any reports how long her contract is, but she seems, um, i reposted a video that she posted today um, about Bound for Glory, and, like, she, not seems, she is happy. Like, I haven't seen her this happy uh, for a long time. So, I mean, maybe it is a short contract, but I don't envision her. Why would you go... And maybe one day, or eventually, she does end back up at WWE because obviously her husband's there, etc. But why would you go somewhere that, like, it should, again, we're talking about the imagination? Why would you go somewhere that you may or may not get a story? You may or not may or, like you. There, they've been two or three, if not more, times where she sat on the bench just waiting months at a time. Why would you yep. go back there versus somewhere yep. that is? Like you were saying, said somewhere that's treating you like a star. Like why would you go to, go to a relationship where you weren't getting no food, like you weren't being taken out on dates, you weren't getting to being like you just sitting on the couch, just people serving you food, feeling you grapes, all this other stuff.
2: But who said, knows? You're- said let me respond to that though because she had the money. She didn't leave and go to Impact for money and i think that's what people keep missing out on not everybody in this space is solely money motivated you know again if you it's one thing if you've been released from wwe it's another thing if you choose to leave she yeah. chose to leave and she sat on she sat out for almost a year you know um she wants to be somewhere where she can be acknowledged for the athlete and the wrestler that she is And I think for her, you know, again, there are a number of perks that most of us probably aren't thinking about. For instance, you're not on the road every single week. So that affords her the opportunity to go places and do the things that she'd like to do. And still walk around as the women's world champion, you know, Mm -hmm. from there, she gets to pursue her. uh, You know, she can still model. She can be on runways. She can be on red carpets. She can do all the things and tape once a month and then show up for pay-per-view. That schedule and then having your body being able to heal a lot more regularly. You know, she's not doing indies and things like that. She gets to go home. Like, for someone who's been on the road almost every day out of the week for 10 years, getting to go home, getting to do those things, and to Bobby's point, getting to have matches that she's never had before with a different caliber of athlete, it's a different ball game. It's a different ball game. And when you're being treated well, there's nothing to – I mean, you can still be friends with everybody, you know, but she doesn't have to go back. She yeah. doesn't have to go back. And I, I, I'd say this, they're calling it the the Drew treatment. Uh, you could call it the Cody treatment as well. You go away, you really build your portfolio so that when mm-hmm. you come back, you call it even the Jade treatment at this point. You know, you come back. I think she wants to build things this, such that if she ever goes back, there's only mind. one place for her. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's only one place. And you have to you're going to have to move other people out of the way for her, you know, yeah. not move her out of the way for other people
0: right agreed agreed. um what are you gonna say booty
3: oh no i was agreeing i i was agreeing you know it's really i can really just tell us about fulfillment you know more than anything and she is fulfilled you know and um when you're when you're fulfilled and comfortable enough where it's just like i mean yeah it's cool to have more you know more money more more but if your bills are paid, you good. You know, it you're gonna be more apt to be where you're fulfilled rather than going to the bigger check where the same kind of old stresses and frustrations and all that comes back into play. And that's where, for for depending on you know a, every performer is different, but I, I find the same thing with a lot of musicians too. You know what I mean? It's like really there's i i'm i'm that type for sure where it's like the money isn't the main priority it's the fulfillment of you know what i'm doing and as long as i'm 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 comfortable financially and everything like that and i'm fulfilled then i'm good you know on on, on that so um yeah yeah, yeah
0: I, and then when you've been to the top like you already know what it what it is like i'm i'm convincing my homeboy he's done radio and i'm like yo um yeah it's time to get back on the radio and he's like why I've, I've done it i've done it all and i don't have to wake up every day and be somewhere like i'm still making money because he does voiceover work and stuff like that he's like i'm still making money from the comfort i'm actually making more money from the comfort of my own house like i don't need the accolades all this other stuff so it's kind yeah. of different when you've hit wwe you've been there for a long time it wasn't like yeah. you know and you left on your well that's you know, there's so much other things with that. But, I mean, with that being said, either way, I think we can all sum it up that this is going to be a great match, period. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And this is their, their first one-on-one uh, yes. match as well, too. So that's very exciting. You can't go back in the archives and find, you know, that. So mm-hmm. with this and uh, with the level that that they're both on, Right now, and and just the respect that they have—it's just—it's going to be very exciting. I think that it's, it's just amazing for the both of them. It's really
0: dope. Oh my goodness, yo! Yeah. Booty, we need to get that shirt. We need to get that shirt this Hey! <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh jeez! All right, what do what do we got next? <sighs>
2: Well, um, if we're talking about women, uh, I suppose we should also get into this other interesting piece of news. We talked about one person who chose to leave. Another person who was recently released from WWE is the artist formerly known as Lacey Evans. Her contract uh, expired on August the 16th, and um, she's now coming out to actually talk about her time with wwe uh at one point you know prior to wwe she had a a pretty difficult past and she kind of allowed that to be chronicled on wwe but she's been talking quite a bit and this statement is where it's been going around on x or twitter where she said that uh in her words quote this same mouth is the same mouth that i had backstage she says she can't tell you how many fights she almost got into. And she said she verbally told uh, members of the WWE, I'll work at McDonald's before I ever sit back and have anybody talk to me the way you talk to me because you feel like I owe you something. And uh, she had quite a bit to say amid all of these things That she said, perhaps what's most interesting are two things. Number one, she had this interview on the Power Alphas podcast, which is hosted Mm -hmm. by two former WWE employees, Tino Sabatelli and one Mandy Rose. And speaking of Mandy Rose, she, like Mandy Rose, has a fan time account right now. And apparently there's talk of her and Mandy perhaps doing a photo shoot in the future.
0: I mean, her Mandy and, and Dana Brooke also has one. Um, yes, <laughs> we po- we posted a picture on social media on Twitter, and that picture is still going. I think it's it might be at like twenty k views, just the picture, not even mm-hmm. the fan account. Just like yo, go and support the girl. And mm-hmm.
2: they've gone forward.
0: They have, mm-hmm. they have. They have. They have gone forward, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's crazy to me it's kind of it's funny though in a society where uh, I don't know about anywhere else but in America it's it, it, you know we're spending all this money on a lot of other things you know the PP che- PPP checks are gone the uh, unemployment checks are gone things are getting more expensive but for some reason people could find find some find some change some good change to give to Mandy and Dana and and Lacey at like, Kudo, like, I don't know, maybe said, maybe that's what, maybe we have said, do a fan time account for WWT. Here maybe we go.
1: it, it comes full circle, it comes full circle here. What?
0: Yes, maybe that's going to be coming in 2024. That's, that will be the yeah, debut you know. article. So, you know, that's just a suggestion I'm was putting it out there. Um, when did
1: I, when did I, when did I, when did I become this person? When did, what when What
0: that? The set in the streets?
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know what? Just to, just to get back on Lacey, this quote is very long. And I know this was, like, the actual video was circulating, I think, as early as Tuesday this week. And when you look at the video, like, I don't know what it is, but Macy has, like, one of those voices that automatically just makes me tune out. And I'm just looking at how aggressive she looks the entire time. I'm like, yo, why are you so mad? You're eating a podcast, Mike. Talk normal. Like, they, she was so aggressive saying this stuff. And she was saying, and uh, how hard she works and things like that, and how she wa- She said she asked for her release, and that she wanted to kind of slip out the back door and not make a fuss about it. But one thing I wanted to drive home, and I know this podcast will probably pick up steam in more months when they actually get uh, more guests and things like that. But it's called the Power Alphas Podcast, and I feel like if you're an alpha, you don't have to go around telling anybody you're alpha. That's just I, me. I don't. I don't, just, uh, I don't yeah. think you have to regurgitate that thought. If you embody all those characteristics, people just know. If you know, you know. So Lacey's career was one thing or another. I think there was a lot of hope for the Lacey Evans character at different times. I feel like Mm -hmm. the sassy Southern Belle was a perfect gimmick um, when it was around, especially in Black Black and Gold NXT days. I think they made the criminal mistake, which Vince has done a lot of times, where it's like, hey, I see this flashy new toy. I want them on main roster. And you really don't have a vision or a plan for that person. So I think it's you to stay to NXT a little bit longer. She could have reached the, the heights of NXT Women's Champion and kind of got ingratiated into the main roster crowd instead of just being thrust into it and then being mm-hmm. thrust into programs with the elites, the four horsewomen and things like that, where it's sink or swim. And of course, they're going to elevate that brand there. But I feel like um, I think more people... Mandy included, possibly Dana Brooke included, will obviously be telling her stories here and it will drive the right engagement. But that talking point alone um, about just having a personality that wrote people the wrong way and getting into fights backstage, however you want to perceive it, it's like she's had chances. She's had a bunch of chances. She was repackaged multiple times and given different gimmicks to kind of come out there and I think what her issue was is she didn't make the audience emote. She didn't make them feel. And I think that was through tying in the uh, the patriotic gimmicks. I think the sassy Southern Belle was a thing that should have stayed from the beginning. And that's just. Yep. I agree.
0: Lie. I agree. I agree. I mean, yeah, I definitely. Um, uh, uh, Dylan St. Lacey was too big for. uh too big for her boots. I mean, I don't know about the backstage stuff. I mean, we weren't there. I don't want to comment on that, but her, her gimmicks, her characters really were really good. Um, and I am curious. I definitely, like, there's a couple of podcasts that I have to listen to. I still have to listen to Bianca and Kiki's um, interview. Um, also, um, anybody, I don't know if anybody saw the, the Ric Flair before um, all the drama happened, Ric Flair on Breakfast Club. But anyways, there's a couple of interviews that I do want to um, check out, but it seemed like despite the fact of the possible back uh, locker room stuff she was getting more chances than a lot of women um so you know i don't know it, it, i mean there's i'm mm. like I, i've always been saying i wish there could be like a show as far as talking about the writers and the background stuff because that that might be even more entertaining than what we see in the ring um but um she'll figure it out i think yeah. she she seems like the type that she's not going to She's. She might. She seems like the type that she's gonna tell her story once, and then she's gonna move on and do. You know, go on with the rest of her life. Whereas some people, um, not just wrestlers, like they they really harp on the letting go process from whatever company or whatever, whatever big thing happened. Versus like, all right, this happened. Let me let me move on. So. Yeah. And um,
1: she's uh, making smart investments. Like she has properties. She has. She's opened up a business with her WWE income. So I think this is the case of like people who don't need wrestling. Maybe they weren't in it for uh, the wrestling accolades, but, and they found ways to kind of pivot. And that's always good to see as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't say it's not needing wrestling. I just say, I would say that it's a smart, um, it just, it's smart business period, regardless if you're wrestling or not. Say if you're working for a company for, I don't know, 15, 20 years, like when you retire, you, you want to live off of those checks, but also having multiple, I've been saying this a lot, multiple streams of income and passive income is always key. Because do you want to be the senior citizen that's just sitting in the apartment with the old people's home? Or do you want to be the senior citizen that's like, you know, flying off to Italy and staying there for six months? Like, I don't know about y'all, but I don't want to be sitting on old people's home just chilling. Like, I want to have options. So that's why multiple streams of income and passive income, regardless if you're a wrestler or not, like, you should be like, you can have teams work on that for you while you're wrestling. So it's a smart move. Whereas wrestlers of generations ago, it was just all about the wrestling, which is good. It made them great wrestlers, but then when they were done or their bodies were done, like, you know, now you're having, you know, crazy matches at a certain age that your body's like, what are you doing, bro? So, um, Let's talk about the Bellas. You want to get into that? Or the Garcia things?
3: Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, Nikki Garcia was reflecting on changing her name and leaving WWE, uh, stating that uh, basically they received a a legal letter from WWE about the name change uh, ahead of their exit. Um, And when she was uh, uh, talking about it, she said, um, I think it's different for men than women, there was never even a conversation. I think a lot of us, we thought, oh, maybe there will be a conversation because we have such a huge brand and we were actually making WWE a lot of money. So we actually thought there was gonna be a conversation of, okay, you guys guys aren't resigning, let's talk about the name. Maybe when you do future projects, we take a percentage, you keep the name, blah, blah, blah. I'll be honest, I got a lawyer letter four hours, four hours before my con. Uh, contact was contract was ending. They were seizing it all. I keep I keep that letter in my office so I can always see it and just know that as I enter this new chapter, it's like I get to see what wasn't even talked about um, with something I built for twenty years. But I know that I have the power as a woman to build something else for the next twenty years. It was upsetting because we were attached, but also I get um, uh, also I get a business like. Hey, this is our platform. I get it. I'm very understanding in that way. That is their IP, but we would have continued to have built that if there was a talk. So um, definitely, there was some hurt feelings about it that that there wasn't even a conversation about it. You know, it was just like, hey, we, we take a name, and that's that. <laughs> After all yeah. that was done.
0: Yeah, I kind of wonder about the exit because there's a couple of things that are that are happening. Obviously, they started very young, so. I'm sure um, there was some paperwork that they signed off on that they didn't even realize, like, yeah. like ownership of names. So that's one thing. Um, but it seems like in their exit, like how they exit or what transpired in their exit that WWE is like, yeah, no, we're not even, we're not even like, we're not even going to entertain this. Like, cause it, it, it doesn't, if it, 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 there's something that transpired that we'll never know, like, I don't, if it was as simple as like we're no longer renewing our contract and then WWE, WWE is now like okay well you're not getting your names like that doesn't it doesn't make sense cuz it's like if you don't renew your contract but you keep the names and then like you're saying Buni you can negotiate like look you keep in the names but we get a percentage every month because this is part of our IP right. that makes sense money wise right yeah. so unless um, you know, they're envisioning that TKO wouldn't do something like that. Like there's several different things that that are that are that are at play there. Like what I would like, Nikki's talking about the the, the letter, but I would almost want to see the original contract, which they're never gonna show, obviously. But right. what did that look like? So there's a lot of different things at play. Definitely if you built something for 20 20 years, it's definitely um you're gonna you're gonna have some feelings. But the good thing is they built something for 20 20 years that is face recognition as well. It's not necessarily like um, like a football player or even a wrestler, a gimmick that you don't necessarily look like, like Rey Mysterio, for instance. You know what I'm right. saying? Like some people yeah. have no idea what he looks like underneath his mask. Yeah. they built yeah. a face recognition, reality show, all this stuff, and so many other passive and business incomes that it's like, you know they have a um, I don't know when that show is airing, but they have a um, a reality show talking about twin love that's coming up. So they've been doing deals for a long time that they're still in a good a good position either way. So and also yeah. also let's be honest, we're still gonna refer to them as the Bella Twins. Like yeah, you
3: know, of course yeah. Their first their first names Nikki and Brie is
1: are solidified mm-hmm.
0: fully. Right yeah. Um. So yeah, what do you guys think?
1: Wait, y'all don't know what Ray looks like underneath
0: this mask? I'm saying some people don't.
2: Yeah, oh, some okay. people don't. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: wait, I, that I, long, wait, hold on, Professor. I gave a whole long educational rant, and then the thing that you stick on was, some people don't know what, wait, what? That's that's it?
1: That stood out to me. That he had a whole run without a pass, Like a whole wow era without Matt maskless
2: Ray was a thing like I, all right like, well be... remember maskless Ray also happened during the time when most people weren't watching WCW so you know right. that 99 so that's hilarious because TK you did give a very good explanation wow like... it was a very good explanation yeah I you know the 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 only other thing i was going to say to that was the good thing about entertainment uh, not just pro wrestling is people do name changes all the time you know and people it's interesting people tend to flow in entertainment with okay well whatever you want to be called now that's what we're going to call you unless you have a scenario and the one i'm thinking of now is like kanye west where we still call him Kanye West, even though he's saying "call me yay or "ye" or whatever. Oh, um, yeah, you know, everybody's still calling him Kanye West. But for the most part, when people make name changes, people kind of roll with it. So, you know, I don't think it's I, one of the reasons why I don't think Bree and Nikki really lost much. You know, yeah. by, by changing their name to Garcia. How many times did they change his name? About it. <laughs> they're just like clearly they're upset about it. I feel like this
1: would have happened did so th- that happen this year they officially departed yes it feels like it was so much longer ago than that and mm-hmm. that they would have departed and this speaks volumes so like you can't assume me that you're bigger than the brand and I, f- I have to feel like conversation stalled or went somewhere because if they were going to keep the belly name like in theory that would be what's a legends contract which they re-up and do those yeah. things on the table all the time but i think WWE knew that they wouldn't be appearing or doing any type of traveling with them anymore, especially with Daniel going across the way. And I, yeah, I don't, I think this is much ado about nothing personally, but it's just they're telling a side of the story and getting the engagement and behind it and stuff like that. And then we're talking about it.
0: Well, I mean, they were also asked the question. So there's that, but um, the next question is, cause they were caught, they're pretty much on a Legends contract. And mm-hmm. with that being said, why, I mean, that's also like on the flip side, why did you make the decision to no longer be a part of the brand? Cause you, you it's got, like you could be part of WWE, but you they were still doing everything else that they wanted to do. This wasn't like WWE had them handcuffed. It's like, well, you're part of this legends brand and you can't do this and you can't do this show as far as I know. So it just kind of seems like, well, or, or, or was WWE taking a percentage be, because they were part of the legends contract of everything else that they were doing. So like, that's, that's, that's another curious thing I wonder. Yeah.
2: You guys remember was, yeah, this year was the, so much has happened this year. This year was the 30th anniversary of raw. And remember, uh, during the 30th, <laughs> remember during the 30th anniversary of raw, there was a lot of talk and chatter about where were the women where were the women on the 30th anniversary raw and uh, the Bellas were actually quite vocal on the socials about it. Uh, They were vocal about it. They also talked about how they were asked to be there, but WWE at that time knew they couldn't because they already had some other PR engagement or what have you. And then it was shortly after that, that it was announced that they were parting ways with the WWE. So to your point, TK, it kind of feels like there was something else that was likely going on that we weren't privy to and you know because again most legends on legends contracts don't speak out about you know their issues with anything relative to wwe programming because they're on that contract so Mm -hmm. i think when i saw them do that that's where i was like oh that's that's interesting you know and then it led to to what we saw later so yeah interesting we'll
0: see uh <laughs> Dylan asking said if you check Lola Vice's latest tweet.
2: Um two thumbs up.
0: Oh well then. Now weird. I'm gonna go and see what y'all's talking about. Uh but yeah. what do we got next while I do that?
2: <laughs> I missed whatever we've we've talked about. Have we talked about uh Roman Reigns yet? No. We,
1: haven't.
2: we have not. We have not. Well, there are two pieces of news about Roman Reigns, the first of which being uh, Roman Reigns being involved in the main event of a big event that's happening in two weeks time, WWE Crown Jewel, where he will be in the main event defending, oh, the, wow. uh-oh, defending the Universal Championship. Again, excuse me, someone tried to correct me and they were wrong. The undisputed WWE Universal Championship against LA Knight. Oh, that's that not is, Roman.
0: That's what and, uh, Dylan was talking about. Uh, there we
2: go. That's also not LA Knight. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, So uh, it's, it, it should be a, a great Woo! match. Uh, Professor sure. trying to stay professional
1: and talk about this crowd <laughs> jewel Man event and you just interrupt <laughs> us with cheeks. Like <laughs> what are
0: we doing? <laughs> it, was, it was Dylan's fault. Dylan was the one who brought it up. I was like, wait, what are we? I was like, oh well, now I have to share because I feel like and for those people who are just listening, it's pretty much Lola Vice on Twitter and she's doing she was working out, but she's also sh- mm-hmm. shaking the cheeks. Um, so that's all Dylan. Dylan brought that up. Dylan, oh, you need to man. say like like that, you need to prep it like. Hey, this might throw the professor off type thing. Just saying.
2: it's all good.
0: Go
1: <laughs> <laughs> this, this is gonna be a running bit for trying to throw the professor off. Last week it was
2: pound town, and now you you're doing <laughs> this. <so.
0: laughs>
2: Seems like the shows I'm on that that is a thing. People like trying to throw me off. So I, I'm I'm for every
0: it. time I listen to <laughs> NL Chopper. If anybody knows who he is, I think of the professor now because that whole channel channel is very pound town esque heavy. Um, oh. so yeah. Oh, Maybe one day. Okay. Oh,
2: well. uh, so so any thoughts about LA Knight being in the main event of Crown Jewel? I'm excited for him. Um
3: do, do I think he's gonna win this one? No. But um this this is just all adding up to what I've been saying about LA Knight from the beginning. That he was just go shoot up, like no matter. No matter what, it was it was bound to happen, and um, yeah, I'm just I'm excited to see it, and I'm excited to see where uh, the story is going to continue from there. Um, very interested in that, um, but hey, um, you already know that I'm an LA Knight fan. I've been rooting for him this whole entire time, so um, this is a very good look for him. Roman's gonna do his thing like he's always been uh And so, yeah, I I think this is this is one of the matches, Roman Reigns matches that I have you know one that I'm really excited about. Where it's just like, oh, I've never seen these two in a ring before. I don't know what the chemistry's gonna be like with the all that. So I'm actually looking forward to this match more than a lot of Roman's matches that I've seen in in a while. And and this is coming from a Roman fan. So. You know, I am happy for the both of them because, you know, they're the shit and it's going to be dope. So uh, L.A. Knight, do your thing. Uh, I highly doubt that that title is not at Crown Jewel, but do your thing and, and get set up for the next. Like, like, like get your shine on, get your shine on.
0: Yeah, that's that that's my question kind of going back to uh, what dylan said it's kind of one of those things where um where does he go because it's like you it's almost kind of like a ceiling thing to him like i'm a, am um, an LA knight fan as well um from before he was inside to wwe and you know i'm happy for him but just kind of looking at the landscape of like the top superstars like i don't see him there like i, I see him he's not a mid card like, kind of, I don't see, I I shouldn't say I don't see him there. I don't see WWE putting him there. And so Dylan saying, well, you know, after that's done, have him go on to Raw, take Seth's title. Like, do you think that's a possibility? And or where do you see him going? Um,
3: honestly, I'm not too sure. Because the truth be told, um, I, I disagree in some ways that, Like, really, he he's going to be put at that top because, I mean, the people that the the people want him there, you know what I'm saying? And he's going to deliver. The thing is, it's just like we haven't seen a rise like his come out of nowhere like this before. So I don't think it's really, really fair to just kind of predict based on what we've seen happen in the history of wrestling before maybe we're going to see something totally different that you know we can't really predict because we, we didn't predict did we didn't predict this that no, was predicting it. for this you know uh, to come up the way it has and so i i just feel like sure yeah he could go over the wall if if it was against Seth. It, you know either way either way he's going to be on top and and it might be very interesting seeing someone right there at the top that doesn't even have the belt and that's something to even it's to even uh you know say in history later, like how did this do how is this dude just like uh, maintaining that top car without even having a belt for however many months or whatever? Like that wasn't really seen before. That might happen. Either way, LA Knight's gonna be at the top, whatever it looks at, whatever it looks like, he's gonna be at the top. Yeah, it just might look different from what we've been accustomed to seeing because it already is like that.
1: All right. I want to be clear about this. I wasn't here for this LA night being thrusted into the bloodline saga and angle that we're curating here because we're so close to mania season. But now I feel like this makes perfect sense. Some people will look at the crown jewels and the Saudi shows as like they eradicated maybe two out of the four big fours because they put so much effort and time into this card. So you probably move Survivor Series out of the big four now with with this show. But to me, and I agree with that comment that said Roman's going to make L.A. Knight look very good. But this is essentially a throwaway match because titles rarely change hands on these Saudi shows. So I think it will elevate L.A. Knight to say, hey, uh, he can hang with Roman, but I... There's no doubt in my mind, there's no plans for him to dethrone Roman within the next six to nine months. That's just not gonna happen. And for me, I'll, I'll be way more pessimistic. This is not yeah, yes movement to me. This is not Daniel Bryan and what we saw with that. the fans almost really just hijacking shows for that and really catapulting him to those stratospheres. I think LA Knight will swim. We'll see in this match how he hangs with Roman and Roman will make him look good to say, like, hey, he should be there. I don't even know if he's the man to go challenge Seth if he wins the Rumble, honestly, because what they're doing with Drew and how they've elevated Shinsuke, they didn't even pull the trigger there. I, I really don't know. I think a big feather in the cap would be if he was the one to end Gunther's title ring. because honestly, I think Gunther's probably the betting favorite to win the Rumble. I think Whatever Gunther decides to do from that short, that mm-hmm. uh, aspect from winning the Rumble, he'll go on to those heights. After we uh, wrestler echoed this earlier this year, as far as well Ospreay probably being wrestler of the year, I think Gunther is right there in that conversation as well, as mm-hmm. far as wrestler of the year. But am I excited for this match? Sure. I think there will be some type of shenanigans as we continue to peel back the onion you know, of the bloodline saga. But this is the perfect spot to do it because you did it with Roman plenty of times before with just Logan Paul last year, it's a title match. It kind of keeps you in that spotlight because this is a weird place for LA Knight kind of being like right on the cusp, but we know these plans have been set in stone for the greater part of the year for next year's Mania. So I think this uh, this event will help keep, keep some shine on them because I think what's going to happen in Mania season, unless they have plans for him winning the Royal Rumble, it's going to fade fast.
2: Uh, I I will say this. I think, you know, when we start talking about um, wrestling history and the like, I think things have been done in such a way to cause us to forget certain elements of wrestling history. For instance, your first opportunity at a title usually isn't the most memorable opportunity. You know, um, again, I go back to we mentioned Daniel Bryan winning the WWE title. At SummerSlam. And very few people remember that because that same night he gets cashed in on um, by Randy Orton and away we go. But all of that leads us to the WrestleMania that, you know, they didn't plan for, but we as the fans did. So I think what this match is designed to do, it's not necessarily designed to crown LA Knight as the world champion. I think, if anything, it's a test, a test to see, okay, The fans have talked about it all this time. Now, are you really ready to hang in this main event sphere with Roman? If you are, that's going to really help pepper the plans, I think, for the next six to nine months. Mm -hmm. You know, because whether or not he wins the world title, I think people want to see him with a championship. That championship could be the U.S. title, could Mm -hmm. be the Intercontinental title. I don't think it has to be the world heavyweight title or the universal title. So I think, again, fans can act sometimes like, oh, my God, we want it now. We want it now. We want it now. But what we really want is we want to go through that whole rise and then celebrate the apex. You know, um, I I was I was in uh, New Orleans when Daniel Bryan won the world title and it was a happening People were walking through the streets before the show screaming yes. And we were in a restaurant and somebody started asking, why are all these people chanting yes? Like it Mm -hmm. it took over the city. It was that kind of thing. And so I think those kinds of things end up forcing WWE's hands. It seems to happen like every five years, five years ago, it was Kofi mania, you know, Uh, 2019 that is and so I say five years because it'll be five years at this Wrestlemania what will be the moment that you know the fans really demand it was almost uh, it was almost Sammy this year you know it was Mm -hmm. that battle between Sammy and Cody so I think this time they have been really watching to see will this LA night thing stick just like would the Sammy thing stick it worked out for Sammy because he ended up in the main event of Mania anyway, night one. So we'll see what this does uh, for L.A. Knight. But I do think if L.A. Knight doesn't show up, then this will be a failed test. Showing up for him isn't winning the match. Showing up for him is showing that he can hang. Yep. And if he can hang, you know, this will really result in something very, very good for him.
3: I agree.
0: Uh, question, how many more years do we have left on this Uh this contract the Saudi contract it was supposed to be a 10 it was a
2: 10-year deal from what I understood and oh god I don't remember we're we're past
0: the five-year mark I believe definitely
2: past the five-year mark definitely past the five-year mark
0: so the question is I'm sure Bosa is gonna chime in with the answers how many years we're at right now but do you think they're gonna now that WWE is uh, with TKO, do you think that they're going to renew this contract, and do you think Saudi's going to want to renew this contract?
2: Yes, and yes. Yeah. There are forty million reasons why in every show, <laughs> 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 and yeah. and one of the things that TKO has <laughs> has talked about is they like the international presence. You know, they talk about what UFC has done internationally and what WWE has done internationally in the last two years has been really, really special. So I think Saudi, now that those Saudi shows are starting to count for something, I think they're going to want to take advantage of that as well. So I, I think we'll see. We'll see more of it.
0: Uh, I didn't realize the time is uh, upon, uh, is upon yeah. us. Is there Anything else you want to talk about?
1: UFC 294 is in Abu Dhabi tomorrow like, early morning. So yeah. Uh, I guess the only other
0: thing huh? that's, that's what you wanted to talk about said?
1: Oh, no, I was just echoing the fact that yeah, they absolutely will re renew the contract. Absolutely. International. International aspects of everything alone, like to get more WWE shows international, like they're doing UFC. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. That's true. I'll give you that. Um, What were you going to say, Professor?
2: I was just going to say, the only other thing I was going to mention is uh, all the talk of international. Well, Bad Bunny doesn't just have a new album, but he now has a playable version as part of WWE 2K23. The Bad Bunny edition is actually available today. So if you guys are into that, you can certainly get that and uh, play as Bad Bunny on WWE. Wes2K23.
0: I think. I want to get a
1: PS5. I need a PS5 by the end of the weekend. Well,
0: what happened so to you? So you're your out there
1: and you're watching, and you happen to be of the sugar mama-esque. DM me because I need a PS5.
0: Oh,
2: so This is what we do. We solicit on WWT. Okay. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's because until we get the, was it the fan time account? Until we get the fan time oh, account.
2: There will be yeah. no such thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fan, fan time. Well, I don't know. <laughs>
1: you know, no, I don't know. Unless <laughs> I can set the membership rate to like, what? how much a PS5 costs? 4 That that One subscriber,
2: you know? And that's it. But you're <laughs> in, aren't you in control of what you, what you give to your your, yeah, uh, you
0: show, you show so what you, you want to show.
2: Yeah. You
0: don't it's have to true. show anything.
2: You can show off all your t-shirts. This is, this is true. true. Yeah. There's an audience for that. Yeah, there it is. So all your bow ties. ties. All your bow ties.
0: Fan time coming in 2024. Um, with that being said, um, we do have, uh, there's a couple announcements. I was like, mm. what are we, what else? A couple announcements. Uh, we just dropped an interview with Ruthless Lala. Really great interview. Um, like I said, she's been in the game for are you looking at the picture, professor? That's quite the pose. It's just Look, wow. they sent the pictures. Look, Ruth lala's oh. been in the game for 20, 20 years. Um, definitely a great, uh great interview. Uh, it's about an hour and some change long, so definitely check that out. And then also, um, tomorrow we have a bound for glory post show, but also tomorrow, you're gonna like this professor. Uh, we're gonna have a pound town QA. <laughs> Ariane coming on tomorrow. Um, the time, the, the time. Uh, we we're not, we don't have the time just yet. But definitely keep it locked to all our socials. We'll have the time and all that stuff and the link. But uh, one of the reasons, one of the reasons we're having this is because the pay per view for Pound Town Wrestling is happening on Sunday. Um, so we're going to have a ga- giveaway. So you're going to be able to. And you and what happens is you have to join us live. Come with all your questions. You can kind of be like the interviewer as well. Ask Arian any questions you want to ask her. Um, and we're going to have the link for the pay-per-view uh, that's going to be happening on Sunday. But we're also going to be giving away free, um, what's the word, uh, free codes. Discount mm-hmm. codes, not even discount codes. Free codes to watch the pay-per-view. But you have mm-hmm. to watch us live in order to get those free codes. So mm-hmm. uh, that is going to be happening tomorrow. So keep it locked to all our social media platforms, www.talkpod. Uh, to get the time and all the things. But yeah, that those two things are happening tomorrow as well. Oh, dang, I forgot to add the other stuff. As well, on Monday, we're going to have a WOW post show happening at 11.30 a.m. And then we also are going to have a Total Divas watch along happening on Friday. Oh, Sorry, I'm lying. Happening on Wednesday um, at 7 p.m. So a Total Divas watch along. If you haven't seen Total Divas for a long period of time, you get to... Um, watch it with me and I also don't know if this is going to be a good idea because I was uh doing a tester with catfish yesterday and wow I didn't realize how much I do talk to the television and um my opinions are not filtered so <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see we'll see how long uh this lasts it's only gonna be on twitch um so hmm. just like keep it locked to all our social medias for all the details um with that being said, uh, Seti said, any meet and greets for the weekend?
1: I don't know how to follow any of that because Poundtown giveaway just sounds vile. It just sounds completely vile. <laughs> with a Q&A. Um, with, a yeah, Q&A. With, with a QA. and a You want to know the details about Poundtown. Yes. Yeah, yeah, ask all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So
0: that means you're gonna be showing up to the QA.
1: Every okay. week we stray further from the grace of God on WWT Live. <laughs> <laughs> all lies, all Every lies,
0: week. the professor, the professor. <laughs> let, me tell, let, me, let me tell you something. And, and then so it's I, I do wish one day. Um actually, no, I'm lying. Just like WWE, we're never gonna know what happens behind the scenes, but there's certain things that happen behind the scenes that I must say. I'm gonna give the professor his flowers. I must say that the professor brings it back to center with just like, there's something that transpired. I sent him a message and he said one thing. I was like, you know what you write? Like he brings like, I'm not, I thankfully I'm not like so over the top that I'm just like, you know, petty TK all the time. Petty TK just rarely comes out. But sometimes like if it wasn't for the professor, I tell you what, like, I don't know if WT would even be around. So, um <laughs> no. So with that, Ooh, be sorry. Yeah. I want to give Professor the flowers because he be he he definitely um, definitely brings it back to center, as well as Booney. Booney too. But I for some reason I think because oh, Professor is the East Coast I would be sending him stuff, and then he sends in the morning. It's like more it's the morning with the word like it's very <laughs> yeah. it's very, very church like, and I like it. <laughs> yeah. um, as well, Dylan says, Q uh, and <laughs> um, A <Q&A> has. <laughs> with um,
3: no. right.
0: <laughs> <Well>, that being <laughs> said boonie where can everybody
3: find you uh you can find me on youtube instagram boonie mayfield you can check me out on all streaming platforms if you like spotify check out the this is boonie mayfield playlist that'll give you a nice variety of what's going on so yeah check me out on all that good stuff
0: and said, he said, other than being in the streets, where can everybody find
1: you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at said, underscore S A Y S on the gram at sends is the answer. There is an article up right now on WWTalkPod.com where you can look at my thoughts on the PWI 250 rankings. What is happening? You're going to that. a music band? Yes. All right. I'm going to keep going. Um, good, also look at my money. work on daily good, good. com. Also, check out my website, 70 dwelltoncom You can see all my journalism efforts, journalism work. Check out my the, my friends' podcast, The Athlete's Journey, or Travis W. Reed. We've been, if you want to learn about my journalistic career, my time as a former athlete, now a washed athlete, go check it out. Shout out to my uh, tag team partner, Jacob Lawrence. He just dropped an article today about the WNBA and uh, Las Vegas Aces champion. Aja Wilson, and why she should have her own signature sneaker. Check that out as well. I believe that is on stillfree.com. All
0: right. Uh, this this, this music bed is courtesy of uh, the booty Mayfield. So uh, check out all his stuff. Uh, Professor, where... Uh, you
2: guys, of course... I'm sorry. Yeah, you can check me out at Bonnerfied on all the socials. You can check out my commentary work with Southern Honor Wrestling and iwe on IWTV. that's all great That's all there right now uh check out my work with battle slam on fight tv the nightmare factory on youtube and there might there might depending upon how they rock this there might be an announcement next week coming so be on the lookout for that uh yeah some cool things happening of course here on wwt live and more i played the fit i played the fit completely oh.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: well, he hey, shout thing?
1: out to Dylan, man! Because Dylan oh, yeah. would just hit me at the in like the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and I'll have like two dozen reaction videos and get some things that I don't even know that I'm doing. Like <laughs> I, I, I literally don't know what I'm doing, and it's like it's it's meaningful. So yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and we do
0: have a folder, by the way. I forgot to give you all the link. We do have a folder because yeah, Dylan B. He'd be clogging up my whatsapp i was like look let me just give you a folder because i don't want to delete them because yeah. they're actually there's there's something that dylan did from back in the day that i have but I, he gave like a ridiculous amount so I, now we have a folder the unofficial official producer uh is is doing it and with that being said thank you guys for uh for joining us on a friday wwt live like i said look out for all those shows that's happening and even more is to come um this is a good thing we need to tap we need to some more we need some perch music we need, we need some professor music we you know you know we added we added more to this um yeah. but uh, you can find me on everything at TK trinidad yeah for sure definitely check out our website with we a couple articles on there www.talkpod.com um we have said's article um we also have Candace's article and uh we have another article that dropped from sydney so you can definitely check out all of that stuff um and all our social media platforms at ww um other than that thank you guys for watching women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet till next time guys
1: sugar Mama, time in
3: Women's Wrestling Talk, the number...